Well, our liturgical countdown through the O Antiphons continues, and we've got today and tomorrow left. Today we refer to Christ as O King of the Gentiles. Our translation here, if you look in your missalette, we don't uh, we didn't say it because um, it's only said if it's sung. So just our custom is not to, to sing the. Uh, Alleluia verse, but if you look at the O Antiphon there, the Alleluia verse just before the Gospel, it's there in your missalette. Uh, o King of the nations and keystone of the church, come and save man whom you formed from the dust. A more kind of a, a tighter or a closer literal translation would be O King of the nations, O King of the Gentiles, and their desire, and the cornerstone who makes both one. Come and save man whom you formed from clay. Come and save man whom you formed from clay. Uh, this translation here in our uh, uh, lectionary says dust, and that's fine. Both the dust and clay are possible. It's from the earth. It's a reference back to Genesis chapter 2. And uh, the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the earth, or from the some kind of a classic translation says the slime of the earth even. He, he formed man from the slime of the earth or from the dust of the earth. And he molded him. And then he breathed into him the breath of life. And wherever we see in the Old Testament God portrayed in very human terms, uh, we see that as a, a foreshadowing of when God would become a human being. In the incarnation. So we see Jesus all the way back in Genesis chapter 2, forming Adam, the second Adam forming the first Adam, the second Adam forming the first Adam in his own image. And if we can imagine uh, a potter forming a pot from clay, that's really the kind of imagery that Genesis is placing before us, is God, the Son, taking into his hands as if he were a potter, the human person, and, and molding and forming. It's, very, it's a very gentle, very skillful process that the potter has with the, with the pot. And it, the material that the potter works with has got to be moist and it's got to be soft. And we see this theme of humility and pride uh, in both Hannah's song to the Lord and Our Lady's song to the Lord. There's this theme of God uh, judging or casting down the prideful and raising up the lowly. And even in our responsorial psalm, it says, He raises the needy from the dust. He raises the needy from the dust. And uh, Our Lady says in the Magnificat, And He has lifted up the lowly. So, humility is like that soft clay. The humble person is like that soft clay in the hands of God. The prideful person, God can't work with them. Uh, God's got a lot of skill. He's a very skillful potter. He can make someone very beautiful. He can make him into a really, really good Christian, very much after the likeness of his son. But if you're prideful, it's like you're hard. You've already been fired. You've already been put in the kiln and you've been fired. The, the, the kiln or the fire of your pride. And you've hardened your heart, hardened yourself towards God, and, and God can't work with you. So sometimes God allows things in our life to take our hardness and soften us up, to take our pride 
and, and lead us back to the humility that uh, we should have before our Creator and Maker, uh, the humility which uh, God needs uh, if He's going to make us over in His image, if He's going to be, renew us again and shape us. So uh, we turn to Our Lady today and we ask, she is the most humble uh, person who's ever lived, human person who's ever lived, and we ask her intercession uh, for that heart that's soft, that's humble. Uh, we thank God for the trials and tribulations, uh, the things that he sends in our life that are not pleasant, uh, but they work humility in us, and we thank God for that. And through the prayers of Mary, we ask for that humility so that we might be soft clays in the hands of the potter to be remade uh, and renewed according to the image of the Son of God. 